In today's healthcare landscape, there seem to be many different types of medical providers or those who provide medical care for patients. We have MDs and DOs, we have NPs and PAs. In this two-part series, we will look at the differences between doctors and what Dr. Mark says we mislabel as mid-level providers. Join us now for part one as we talk about medical doctors and doctors of osteopathic medicine. Hey y'all, welcome to the one in five, the show for those who want to know how to be healthy, how to stay healthy, and how to promote health in your community. Today we have Dr. David Mark with us for part one in a new two-part series where we will be explaining the differences between the types of medical providers. In this episode, we're going to focus on MDs and DOs. That's a medical doctor and a doctor of osteopathic medicine. Welcome, Dr. Mark. Well, thanks for having me. No problem. Hey, man, let's, uh, well, first of all, how's the coffee? Excellent. Good. Okay. It is a dark roast. That's a French, just so that you know. Perfect. I, I brewed it behind your back, so I, I knew you could taste it, <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure that you knew that, that was a dark. That's his favorite. So, okay, let's jump right into this, Dr. Mark. Um, MDs, DOs, I just love how those two uh, sort of come together, MD and DO. Uh, medical doctors, doctors of osteopathic medicine. Um, can you just... Let's start by um, you explaining what's an MD and then what's a DO. Sure. Like you mentioned, MD stands for doctor of medicine. And historically, that's sort of described as a doctor of allopathic medicine, allopathic doctors. Um, And in general, uh, an MD uh, is uh, focused on understanding, treating, diagnosing um, various conditions um, disease states, pathophysiology, um, using um, the tools of, of modern science and medicine. Um, and so their, um, their, their focus is really on understanding and getting uh, a real clear picture of how these diseases work, what they do in the body, and how do you figure out, how do you diagnose that, and then what do you do about it? How do you treat it? Okay. So you said tools... Of modern medicine, that's stuff like prescription drugs, like X-ray machines sure, yeah. or laboratory like, tests. Okay. Um, yeah, imaging studies, functional studies, um, lots of the of of the the scientific ways that we can figure out what the human body's doing. Okay, so then what's a DO? So DO again stands for Doctor of Osteopathic Medicine. So again, the Osteopathic versus allopathic. Those are these historical descriptive terms that describe this, um, you know, like a, a, a philosophical approach that's different between uh, the two types of, of education. And, um, and in general, a, a DO, a doctor of osteopathic medicine, is focused a little bit more on the patient rather than the pathophysiology of the disease. So instead of trying to um, get real granular about the, the, what's happening at the molecular level or at the biological level with the science of this disease. They're really focused on, on the person, on the patient, on the holistic picture 
of how does this, um, how is the patient doing in the midst of this condition? So, um, so it's really, if you were to draw these big distinctions, um, a DO is really focused on holistic, big picture stuff. How does the, okay. how's the patient doing? And a, an MD is really getting uh, a lot of uh, clarity on what's happening. How do you, how do you diagnose and how do you treat it? What's happening inside the person? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, what about education? Are, is the education for an MD similar to the education of a DO? Are there some differences? Can you explain that a little bit to us? Yeah, sure. The, um, so historically, the, the, the start of sort of the American school of osteopathic medicine back um, in the day was, um, it was actually a, um, a, a guy named Dr. Still who, who sort of began the modern osteopathic movement by um, by kind of a, a disagreement with the allopathic doctors, trying to encourage them to think again more about the big picture, about about focusing on the holistic side of, of medicine, um, and that really led to this sort of the, the branching out of medical schools to be focused either on an MD degree or a DO degree. The 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 train. There's a lot of very very similar. Um, similarities between um, the medical education uh, in an MD degree and and the education in a DO degree. They're both a four-year program. Okay. They both learn all about um, anatomy and physiology and pathophysiology. They learn all about how the human body works. Um, They learn about diagnosing things, treating things, interacting with patients. How do you do a physical exam? How do you learn about all these studies and tests and things? So you could look at the curricula and say, wow, these are basically exactly the same, except for there's about, in a, in a DO degree, uh, students will have about, you know, 200 hours of training in what's called osteopathic manipulative techniques. Um, osteopathic manipulative medicine is another term. And that is a real, that's a, that's a course that focuses on this notion of, of how, um, how the bones, the nerves, the muscles, all these things work together, uh, mostly in the musculoskeletal system, how they work together to influence uh, the overall health of an individual. And in doing so, they focus on methods that can really relieve some of those issues. Relieve back pain, relieve neck pain, relieve strained muscles and other conditions that influence overall health. Okay. And, um, and that M, the manipulative part of osteopathic manipulative medicine, is really learning these hands-on techniques for how to really work with the human body to relieve some of those issues. So, so we're talking four years of undergraduate. Yep. And then we're talking probably a pre-med course. For both, yeah. As part of your undergraduate education, you will be required to, to yeah, to take some pre-medical courses, um, as you know, either as a as a major or minor in your in your undergraduate institution, or just as prerequisites to apply to the to the medical school. So med school's next after so that. Then you have to get into medical school by taking some entrance exams and applying, and then. Yeah, you go to a, an, a medical school that will either offer a degree, an MD degree, or a DO degree. Okay. So the med school, um, so it doesn't have to be a college of osteopathic medicine per se, but there are special colleges that for those DO degrees, correct? So um, 
let's draw a distinction. Undergraduate, general. Okay. Medical school is where the difference will be between an MD gotcha. and a DO okay. pro- program. Cool. Um, and then what... Just so that our listeners know, what happens that we talked, I talked with Oren a little bit about this and he sort of walked me through the process on one of our last podcasts, which I thought was really helpful. Um, After that, what takes place once you graduate med school? So medical school is a four year program. Ooh, so four years of undergrad and then four years of med school. Four years of med school. Yeah. And then you get a license. You're, uh, you get a, you get your MD, you get your DO, and then you can, um, after a little bit of training, you can get your medical license. But it really, the next step in your training as a physician is um, your residency program. And we call the first year of residency an internship, and then subsequent years your residency. And that's where a, a, a physician will decide what kind of specialty they want to pursue. Do they want to become a surgeon? Do they want to become a primary care physician? Do they okay. Want, and do you, you want to be a family practitioner or an internal medicine doctor? Do you want to specialize in dermatology or anesthesia or any number of medical subspecialties? Um, that's where it begins in your residency. Okay. So both MDs and DOs will go into a residency after their four years of med school. They will. And and the pro, the, the way a physician gets into a residency program is now all uniform. So historically they had separate residency programs for um, MDs and DOs. And there still are some, a few programs that are specialized for, um, for DO uh, practitioners that want to do, that really want to specialize in manipulative medicine and, and um, neuro, neuro neurology and neuro manipulative medicine. Um, <clears throat> but the, in general, Graduates of medical school, whether it's an MD or a DO, will apply and match with a residency program that comes through the American College of Graduate Medical Education, the ACGME. Okay. And um, and embark on their residency training to become a specialized, um, trained physician. In whatever specialty they choose at that point. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then after residency, that's where a, a physician can, be, can become board certified by the, the board of whatever specialty they're training in. Cool. So it's, I guess it sounds like the only distinction I'm picking up on here is the DO's extra training in the osteopathic manipulative medicine yeah. or technique. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great way to think about it. It's, they're, um, all physicians, whether it's an MD or a DO after the name, are going to have broad understanding of how the human body works, how disease works, how you diagnose disease, how you treat disease. Um, and so, yeah, they're both going to have broad, deep, uh, you know, extensive training in basically the same material coming out of medical school. And then, I mean, you explained it too, that the DO is, is maybe a little more focused on the person and then um, the the MD or the allopathic doctor is more focused on what's going on inside of the person. We, we sort of used those two as the distinction right there. Um, so do they take that, like that philosophy right there, do they take that into the way that they practice? Or um, like, let's say, could could an MD focus more on holistic care? just like a DO does, even though that's not a part necessarily of that training that they're, they're involved in? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that this sort of is the crux of the issue because the, it's really important uh, uh, to, to remember that the educational philosophy, the training that any one physician pursues um, is vitally important. But really, what you're concerned about as a patient of one of these physicians is how does this physician practice? What is their approach to taking care of me, the patient? And, and it's very clear that um, regardless of the letters after the name, physicians will have a different approach. So you'll absolutely have some MDs that are completely into integrative holistic medicine and some DOs that are into reduction, reductionistic, focus on the disease kind of medicine. So a lot of those stylistic uh, and patient care approaches are determined by the person, by their chosen specialty, what they want to do with their careers. Um, and so you'll have um, all range of approaches um, regardless of the type of degree that a physician has. So the college doesn't pump out robots, as basically. It, <laughs> as, <laughs> as it happens, you're absolutely right. Which is great to hear, right? Because basically what that tells us is that each one of these people who are practicing medicine are individuals. Yeah. Just like we're individuals as patients who are going to see these people who are practicing. Yeah. And um, individuals develop relationships with individuals. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's really important to, um, to know that, you know, you want to be sure as a patient, you want to be sure that your physician has um, a, a degree, you want to make sure that they're educated. You want to make sure that they are, they've got a, a, a license in good standing, that they're you know, board certified in whatever specialty you're going to see them for. You want to make sure that they have kept up with their ongoing medical education. You want to make sure that they're, so that they've attained a, a degree of, of competence in their field. But then, assuming you've, you've got that, you've got a physician who's, who's reasonably good, what really is important as a, as a patient is, how, how, how do, how, what's the relationship like? What's my relationship with this person going to be like? Are they um, emphasizing the kind of things that I'm interested in? Are they focused on what I want to focus on? Do they share, are they going to listen to me? Are they going to hear my goals and let me sort of figure out how I want to approach my care? Um, so it's really important, that relationship, the ability to feel heard as a patient, to uh, influence and control your plan of care, those are all really important variables that probably are a lot more significant when it comes down to it than what kind of a degree they have. Okay. As, as further evidence of that, you know, there's a lot of research done on um, comparing an MD versus a DO in terms of how their time is spent. Okay. As it turns out, when you look at big studies of how much time a, a physician spends talking about various subjects or how much time they spend listening to a patient how much time they spend counseling uh, on various subjects, they're virtually indistinguishable. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I think that's really important to know is that it really, it's much more important as a patient to focus on who the person is, how they interact, how they treat you, than uh, what type of MD or DO they are. What kind of type of degree they have, I should say. Okay. So if I'm... A patient, if I need to go see a doctor, let's just, and, and I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. Let's just reiterate this point by me asking this question in a different way. Um, I'm looking for a medical provider. Is there any reason I would choose an MD over a DO, basically? 
no. It's a, it, my answer would be would be no. I mean, I think that if you're um, if you're looking for a, uh, a specialty practitioner of osteopathic manipulative medicine who understands and is an expert in that, and there are some that, that are, and those are, um, so if, and if that's really what you're looking for, then that would be absolutely a, a reason to, to choose one or the other. Gotcha. Barring that, um, the answer is no. Okay. So this osteopath, oste- <laughs> osteopathic manipulative, that's a tongue twister, method, just those two words together. Um, f- forgive my naivety uh, or maybe my simple-mindedness when it comes to this. It sounds a lot like a, a chiropractor. Is is that true? Are there similarities between what the OMM? I'm just going to use that as because we need another healthcare acronym, right, we Dr. Do. Mark? We do, absolutely. The, the OMM or the OMT, the technique being the T in that one. Are there similarities between what the OMT involves and what a chiropractor does? There are. There, there definitely are. And um, and so uh, chiropractic um, chiropractors emphasize in a similar way the the holistic nature of, of how we're all connected as human bodies with with who we are and what our health is. Um, their their training is I think probably a lot more in depth than than a DO would be in terms of the manipulative techniques um, on the musculoskeletal system. Um, it's important that, you know, their training in the breadth of medicine is a lot less, you know, so they're not physicians. It's, do but they prescribe medication? That's a big distinction, right? That is, is a big distinction. Yeah, right. So, no, the, the short answer. Okay. Um, and, uh, but there are, you know, chiropractors are valuable members of the, of the clinical team and collaborating, collaboration between MDs and chiropractors or DOs and chiropractors um, is a, is a, really um, useful thing to consider as a patient, particularly if you're having lots of musculoskeletal or, or even just chronic medical illnesses. Okay. Well, let's do some key takeaways real quick. I think one of the things I learned from this big, big is both an MD and a DO are highly educated um, and have to be licensed, correct? Absolutely. So if they're practicing under these designations, then and you see those letters after their name, it's it's at least automatic that they went through a serious amount of education and have been licensed. Yes. So that exerts a level of competency, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, but I think second thing is education can vary a little bit between the two. Uh, but approaches can be similar in the way that they practice medicine. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yep. And then I think the big third thing <laughs> that I'm taking away from this is pretty much the only reason I would pick a DO over an MD is if I, as a patient, were to put an emphasis on that manipulative technique that the DOs have been trained to utilize. Yeah. Yeah. More similar than different Choose based on, on, on your ability to have good relationships with your clinicians. Awesome. Great conversation. Short, too. And I thank you for your insight into this, Dr. Mark, and the way that you explained it. I think it was, um, I think it was really easy to understand. So I really appreciate that. Thanks for coming on. And uh, for our listeners, uh, stay tuned for part two, which we'll talk about NPs and PAs next time. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode and the explanations Dr. Mark gave between an MD and a DO. If you found this information valuable and know someone looking for a doctor, would you share this with them? As I said at the end, stay tuned next time as we explain similarities and differences between nurse practitioners and physician's assistants.